This is certainly not a typical uh, parenting on the Parsha video. But I do feel it's very, very important to discuss. It's a serious topic and one that I think is not talked about enough uh, in public settings. Uh, certainly in this week's Parsha, we read both in Achrimos and Kedoshim the prohibition of homosexuality. Torah is very clear. It is uh, punishable by death and it is a very severe aver, as we well know. The Torah also tells us, in this week's parsha, in Parsha's Kedoshim. And what happens very often is because of the incredibly serious level of the sin of Mishkav Zachar, of homosexuality, what happens is that the association of somebody who's dealing with the challenge of same-sex attraction is somehow sort of lumped together with the fact that either they're actually doing something wrong or the very fact that they have that particular desire is abhorrent. And, and, and our reaction very often is with revulsion. And uh, you know, people who are dealing with that issue see those reactions, see those comments. We might be making those very comments in our own homes because we somehow sort of lump together the act with the desire. And in reality, that's not valid and it's not acceptable, and it does not fulfill Vafteracha Kamocha. Uh, the reality and the facts are that maybe somewhere between 2 and 4% of the population of our children, our uh, students, deal with this issue. And they are going through high school, and they are from kids, and they're wonderful kids, and they, they don't want to be in this situation. They don't want to be attracted to, to men, to males. They want to be like everybody else, but they're not. It's not because they're looking to uh, rebel against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Not, It's not because they're looking to be involved in, in, in the degrading and repulsive behavior. It's because they are dealing with a challenge of, of whatever reasons it was, which, which is not uh, uh, the time now to go into why that might be. But one thing is clear. It's not their choice. That's a fact. It's not their choice. They don't want to be this way. And it's also a fact that they can't just snap their fingers and all of a sudden become like everybody else. So, and I say this because I've dealt with a number of students over the years, a really a somewhat significant number, and this is a theme that I get back, that when, when, when a child can't talk to a parent because the parent somehow uh, elicits a certain sense of that is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard of, and it's really not just the act per se, it's even the desire, and how can I talk to my parent about that? Look at how are they going to look at me? What are they going to think of me? I have to therefore keep this a secret, a secret that, that torments them, a secret that certainly does not fulfill the message of after Achel Kamocha, which is what these children need, need to uh, receive. And even when a, if a child has enough a strength to be able to talk to a parent about this particular situation, what's going to be the reaction? And what do we say? And how, how do we express the love and the concern and the willingness to understand and willingness to help to say, as I've said uh, to many students over the years, there are ways to get help. There are ways to remedy this situation. It might be difficult. It might be challenging. It might take some time. Or sometimes it doesn't even take that long. It's an amazing thing how, how kids who want to who wanna change, who want to be able to uh, live a Torah life in every uh, sense, in the total sense of having a, a wife and children, that it's possible for them to do that. And therefore we have to give them hope as well. So 
my, my sort of my plea and, and my message is that we need to watch what we say. Uh, obviously, we know it's, it's, we know it's an Avera, but we cannot give over the sense that if you're dealing with this issue, there's something wrong with you. If you're dealing with this issue, there's, you are a bad person. You are a repulsive person. How, could, how in the world could you be in, in this situation? These kids didn't ask for it. They didn't want it. They want to be from, they want to live a Torah life, and they are. They're all living a Torah life. They're not acting out. Most of them are not acting out on it, but it's going to certainly be something that's on their mind, and it's going to be a great challenge. But if we give them support, we give them the love, and let's not fool ourselves to think it can never happen to me. This is not about uh, a parent who's dysfunctional, but that's why it happens. It can happen in the most functional family, under the most loving conditions. There could be a young man or a young woman who does not, who's not attracted to the opposite sex. It's, it's just a reality. And it's not, we don't blame ourselves. It's not our fault, per se. But it's something that we should uh, be concerned about to give over that sense of love and connection and concern to fulfill the mandate of Avteracha Kamocha. Those are two, those are two not contradictory, contradictory concepts that can live together, and they really have to live together for us to reach out to a very significant... If two out of every hundred young men or young ladies are dealing with this issue... That adds up. That adds up after you have a, a few thousand students. So, and of course, every neshama is 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 holy and and uh, one that we have to be concerned about. So, Bez Hashem, let's be more sensitive about this issue. Let's get the message out that there are people who can help with this issue. It's not a foregone conclusion that there's no hope that they're born this way and they can't change. Uh, this has to be also spread to the community. Bez Hashem, we'll see great nachas from every single one of our children. Have a good Shabbos.